Hello, and thank you for joining us for another episode of That Solo Life, the podcast for PR pros and marketers who work for themselves. People like me, Michelle Kane with Voice Matters LLC, and my fabulous co-host Karen Swim, who keeps us all in line over at Solo PR Pro, keeps us inspired, motivated, and informed. Hi, Karen. How are you? Hi, Michelle. It's so good to be back. Thank you. Um, yes. I feel like our our countdown this morning feels a little bit like I do. You're <laughs> there, but you're sputtering kind of. You're trying to make it work. <sighs> I feel that. I feel that. I know. September was bizarre on so many levels. Yeah. And so, you know, we're, we're kind of in October and like we were talking before we started, it's still kind of a weird month. It feels like, well, let, let me kick it off with our topic today, which is kind of going to be, are we there yet? Are we there yeah. yet? Yeah. Are we through all the things? And of course, yeah, we're not, we're not, but we're still here and we are still upright and we are still doing the work, even though in, in a lot of ways, the work is a lot more challenging i feel i feel like it's whether you're pitching or even promoting events it's really tough to get people's full attention and to get on the radar and i know i'm guilty of that too as a as a participant or or you know member of a target audience it's like what when (laughs) yeah it's you know i hate to use the word unprecedented but how about for me personally in my lifetime i've never worked in an environment where an event really impacted the entire world and yeah. every human being in it. And and the ripple effect of the pandemic is that, you know, we have labor shortages, we have supply shortages, we have worker burnout because of the shortages and the pandemic and all of the things that that happened, you know. So we're seeing things like women still being impacted by lack of childcare. Um, And so they're having to drop out, even solos are having to, you know, drop out of the workforce because they don't have childcare. We're seeing, you know, hours being impacted by the pandemic because you you're fighting two things. Now you're fighting. If you have a positive worker, then you now are down another staff member when you're already short. Nobody across the board seems to be able to find enough talent to fulfill the roles. And so everybody's feeling overwhelmed. So when I think about all of these things in the world that have happened, they're happening to our clients And if they're happening to our clients, it's impacting our work. And that's making things very, very difficult for all of us. Not to mention we are all stressed and overdue for a big fat break. I mean, I I wish that 2022 was going to be the year of the great reset where somebody would just pay us all to go away on it to an island (laughs) and recover from all of this. Yeah. But, you know. So we're not there yet. Um, no. That was a long answer. <laughs> we're still recalculating. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think Richard Branson should, you know, start slotting weeks at his at his island that we can all go hang out. I think that would be a great public service on his part. It would be a tremendous, you know, while everybody's sending everybody to space, um, <laughs> I can't afford to buy one of those tickets, but I no. will gladly take a tropical vacation. At this point, I would be happy to go one state over and just be gone and off the grid for even a week. That would be love. So exactly. 
Who wants to send me and my fur baby on a retreat? We'll take it. <laughs> Just want to hole up in a hotel for a couple of days. No big deal. Uh, no big I'm deal. telling you. It's, um, <laughs> but, you know, the interesting thing for, you know, us as, as communicators and as, you know, PR is that we have two, we have two challenges. It's preserving our own mental health and yeah. sanity in this environment. But we also have to continue to deliver resilience right. in this environment. That means that we're trying to break through to our audiences who are dealing with all of these things as well. And their right. attention may be segmented or just not there at all. Um, from meeting people, you know, outreach has become much more difficult because they're overwhelmed too. They're facing all of the same challenges that we're facing. And then I think that we've all seen that in addition to all of the big world things that keep happening and all of the disasters, life keeps happening too. And it seems to be happening at a much faster pace. Yeah. So, you know, everyone is, it's like, we're all walking around with this, you know, hundred pound weight on our shoulders, trying hard to keep moving forward. And then, another, you know, weight is laid on top of us and it's crushing us. Um, yeah. Yeah. So what and do you do? Like how, how are you surviving in this crazy environment? You know, I normally, well, not, not that I'm not still, I'm usually the, the harshest person on myself. So I try to cut myself some slack. And if that means I, some not every morning, but if some mornings, if I need to sleep until eight a.m., I sleep until eight a.m. You know, if if that makes me a fresher person, um, also, you know, just try to, you know, always be looking at things from an original perspective, if that makes sense, because nothing's really normal right now, right? So, you know, if the tried and true isn't working, try a different approach, or you know, try and yeah, because as we were saying, you know, getting people's attention is so difficult right now. And and I think being honest about that and forthright about that, sometimes I like to present things in that way of like, hey, look, we know we are all in a long slog. We are not through this yet, even though we might get up and go about our day as if it's normal. There's still nothing really normal about about our world. So, you know, in light of that, you know, have some fun, come to our events or something like that. But I, I think just keeping that perspective in mind, because it is so easy when you're hunkered down at your workstation or in the day-to-day of what you're doing, it's easy to think everything's, well, you know, I'm sitting here, I got my cup of coffee, everything's fine. But we're still all, you know, engaging with this this new territory and it, and it changes by the day. Yeah. And the same things we're dealing with, you know, a year ago we're dealing with, and I know you know, we're all tired at a certain level about it, you know, mask, no mask. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to do my best to protect myself. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. On such a a couple of really key points and, you know, the things that I have really been trying to to keep in mind, one is grace, grace for yourself and grace for other people. Realizing that, you know, a big aha moment for me in September, which was just a horrible month was at the end of the month realizing that I needed to quit beating up on myself for not being able to do X, Y, Z, like I used to do it. Well, you have to operate in the now. And, And so giving yourself permission to understand that 
your circumstances are not the same as they were a year ago, two years ago, five years ago. But in the now, what do you need to set up to survive and succeed? Mm-hmm. That that was a really important shift for me to say, okay, forget about, you know, stop comparing yourself to your past self and deal with where you are in this present moment and the things that you have to deal with in this moment and build around that. So, you know, extending that grace to yourself to be different, that's okay. You know, maybe I cannot work, you know, as many hours per week as I used to. Maybe I cannot handle as many incoming things. So decrease them. It's yeah. okay. What you have to do. Another thing that you mentioned was, you know, systems. Mm-hmm. Create a structure and a system for yourself, mm-hmm. again, for the present. One of the saving graces that I think for all of us is to make sure that you have a plan. And when you have documented plans, you should also have contingency plans because there's so many things that are in flux these days. We live in this very fluid environment. So you need to sort of have these parallel tracks going to plan for all of the contingencies. You know, obviously this this is super obvious to people who work with events like yourself that for live event planning, you definitely have to have backup plans, but it really applies across the board because remember that you may be planning a specific thing for a client, but they're dealing with um, labor shortages or maybe they're planning on closing funding, but things are moving a lot slower than they used to move because of all of the things in the world that are going on. So just realize that whatever your plans are, that you definitely need to have contingencies, talk about them with your clients, you know, work out these scenarios. We have, that means that we have to be more diligent about our planning process. We have to ask more questions and we have to set realistic expectations with the clients. Exactly. Um, For example, you know, if you're doing funding announcements, you need a long runway for pre-pitching these reporters that cover funding because they are inundated. So it used to be that maybe you could get away with a two-week window. I would say if you really want a reporter to cover something, you give them a month to six weeks. Not kidding. Personal experience recently, give them as long of a runway as you can. Even if the funding hasn't closed, you especially if you're seeking out an exclusive, you can always reach out and say, I wanted to give you a heads up, would love to offer this exclusive to you. We're not closed. I'll keep you in the loop, but you need to get it on their radar and calendar way in advance. Right. So yeah, I mean, grace and planning are two big things. And then systems, having a system Mm -hmm. and a structure. Yeah, I think what you said is key. It's it's always about managing expectations and that can change moment to moment, you know. It's like, well, we thought this would be this way. And 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 yeah, and remember, because I, I think especially as solos, you know, we are hard on ourselves because we expect so much from ourselves because it's a definitely a certain personality type that does this work this way. Yeah, I mean, all of our clients are dealing with, you know, inventory issues being able to get parts, you know, in, in my world, I've got, I work with dealerships and, you know, waiting on parts and, and trying to serve the customers well. And I think if we all just need to keep a, a certain level of understanding of, you know, because let's face it, a lot of us and myself included, we all lived life in the drive through lane, you know, I could just drive through and get what I need and, and 
three minutes all across the board. I can get that and I can get that and I can do that. And now it's like, can we? <laughs> yeah. You know, especially related to like live events, you know, even the things that we needed for it. I was very fortunate, but I had in the back of my mind, mm, I better order this now because I don't know where they get their supplies from. I don't want to be left, you know, empty handed at the end of the day. And I, I, I just think it's, it is so important that we all really focus on taking care of ourselves during this time. I know we've said that so often and it's easy to be like, yeah, 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 whatever. And, and I get it because sometimes by the time you, you take care of everything around you and, and the people around you, it's, you know, maybe like nine o'clock and you're, you just want to fall into the couch. Hello. <laughs> Some days that's me. You still need to carve out that time because it will catch up. It will catch up with yeah. you. And so. there, was a, there was a tip recently that really resonated with me from Jordan Rayner. And he mm -hmm. talked about the, he, he talked about, you know, those, earworms, you hear a piece of a song and it plays and plays and plays. And he said, that's because, you know, and there's some science to back this up. It's an open loop. It's not completed. Mm -hmm. So it keeps running through. And the reason it's usually an open loop is because you hear a piece of it, maybe through a commercial or a segment, or maybe it's a song that you turn off because you don't like it. So you never complete it. So your brain keeps rerunning <laughs> it. Well, we could do the same thing with our to-do list where yes. it's running. Well, that causes a lot of stress and takes a lot of time. Yeah. So um, even before I heard this uh, last week, I was just like overwhelmed and feeling crazy. So I got, um, I didn't have any of those big post-it notes, but I found a big piece of paper and I wrote down everything that I needed to do on this huge piece of paper. And I taped it to my wall, getting it out of that loop that was playing and yeah. onto paper where I could look at it immediately reduced my stress level. And then I had something in front of me that now I could plan around like, okay, I have this, it's going to take this amount of time, but let's break that down. Yeah. Um, so I highly recommend looking at, you know, I am a digital girl, so I have all kinds of digital systems, but that big old piece of paper to get it all out of my brain so that yeah. it wasn't rolling around in there was one of the best things that I ever did. So, you know, see if that tip might work for you. It doesn't have to be a big old piece of paper. It could be a notebook, but, mm -hmm. or it could be, you know, a type list, whatever your jam is, but I promise you just somehow dumping it all somewhere else in a central location so that it's not all over the place was super helpful to me. And one of the things that, allowed me to go into this week with a lot less stress and anxiety about the stuff that was happening. That's awesome. Yeah. There's nothing like a good old brain dump. <laughs> and you That's know, it's so <laughs> clean, cleaning out the pipe. <laughs> detox, detox my head. And it's funny because I, I will, I don't catch myself at this as often as I should. And I really need to work on it. Because so many times, even when I do make those to-do lists, I'm like, come on, you got to get this done. Cause if you don't get this done. Do, 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 and, and, Every once in a while, I'll stop myself and say, who other than me is screaming for this stuff? Yeah. Like, if this doesn't happen today, it can happen tomorrow. And that's okay. It's, yeah, sometimes I, yeah. I you know, we, we become our worst enemies just as like, 
let's go, 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 get this done, get this done. And of course we want, we want to feel that sense of accomplishment. You want to be able to move on to the next thing because, you know, the, the pendulum swinging the other way is, oh, it's this one easy task. Why am I not getting it done? It's just hanging around. And, and, you know, I know a clean slate leaves room for more opportunities, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, try and find that lovely middle ground where you're not being such a taskmaster on yourself and, and not, you know, and, and also it's just that mental grind in your head takes up a lot of energy yeah. as opposed to, okay, I'm going to do this thing. Great. Okay. What's next? <gasps> Even saying that, that makes me feel better. I would also say, you know, another source of anxiety can be, you know, bucking up and getting it done. Um, one of my own personal pet peeves and frustrations, and, and I also can struggle with this, is people who don't communicate that they're struggling. That's always bothered me. Even when I was, you know, in management in corporate America, I would encourage my team members to speak up. Like, don't just do things. Don't work extra hours to make things happen. Because if you do that, then I'm never aware of the problem. And I can't fight for you. I can't fix it. Right. We feel more strongly about that as a solo. And it's sad to me in a way that we have created this work model where people are afraid to be vulnerable. You are a whole person with a whole life. Sometimes things happen. You're not at your best. You're not feeling well. Maybe it's just mental fatigue. But if you don't speak up, then you really are letting other people down because you're really not at your best. You're not handling things, but you're not communicating with people. So what does that mean as a solo? It means that if you're working with other team members, you need to speak up if you're struggling. If you don't feel well, tell your team, hey, Mm -hmm. I'm not feeling well, I'm not at my best. You know, can you help me? And even if you don't have other team members and you're struggling speak up. That's why Mm -hmm. we have communities like Solo PR Pro, which is a very safe place Mm -hmm. to and to let people know that you're struggling. Maybe you need an extra hand for a little while to help you out because you just can't and that's okay. But I would also say, don't buck up when bad things are happening to you because your clients will notice that something is off. They will. You think you're hiding it. You think you're carrying the load. If you're sick, tell them you're sick. And make a plan. Hey, I'm not feeling well and I'm going to need to, you know, kind of lighten the load for the next few days, or I'm going to have to take off a few days so I can recover. Here's the plan. Here's how I'm going to handle things. Mm -hmm. They're human beings too. They're struggling with all of the same things that you're struggling with as well. And I don't think that we can ever fix this broken work system if we just continue to be a part of the problem. So I'm super big on challenging the system. Um, I made a radical, it doesn't feel really radical, but I made a radical move as I was onboarding new clients in September. I did not put them on a regular meeting schedule, but I communicated the whys of this is why we don't do this. What I do is we slack all day long. If we need to, you know, hit the slack button to do a quick video call to chat about something, we do that. And you know, maybe monthly ish, we have a meeting. Yeah. It's like, let's touch base. Yeah. One client, not one client has said that totally sucks. (laughs) I did that because when I looked at how I was spending my time, 
I can't be effective if I'm doing 11 hours of meetings every week just because some PR person 22 years ago said that if the client is this size, you have to meet with them weekly or you have to meet with them by week. That's stupid. Yeah. All of this communication at our fingertips, we can tag in when we need to. And that definitely reduced my stress level because I'm able to look at my week and I have time to work. Um, I'm still completely overwhelmed. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) I'm in a season of total, like, this job is hard. I'm having a hard time, like, staffing things, but whatever. That's a story for another day. But it's not extra added stress. And at least I, I... have blocks of time, big, huge chunks of time, whole days of time where I can just focus. Yeah. And I I finally come into that acceptance, you know, that, wait a second, I deserve to have margins too. I deserve to have that thinking time. And I, not only do I deserve it, I need it to serve my clients well. So yeah, that's one of my little projects that I'm working on. If you're watching us on YouTube, if only you could see what I'm looking at with the the events I've had the past couple of months, it looks like a bomb went off and I'm crazed about it, but I'm like, all right, we'll get, we'll get there. We'll get there. But, um, but yeah, talking about like communication with your, your clients, you know, I'll be fully transparent. I didn't take a, I'm not even going to say this out loud, a proper vacation in like 11 years. So I went to the Jersey Shore and all I got was a case of the Rona, not even a nice t-shirt. But, you know, I knew it's like I tried to hobble through. Thankfully, it was a mild case. It's still annoying as anything and, you know, scary when you read about what could happen. But yeah, I had to be transparent with my clients. I'm like, hey, you know, A, I'm not going to be popping into the office for a couple of weeks. (laughs) You're not going to see me. And um, I'm going to do my best to uh, serve you well, um, but you know, just know I'm, I'm I'm muddling through because I know the ship has to keep sailing, and I'm grateful that I'm able to do it. But it just might be at a lower gear. And like you said, all of them were like, "Are you okay? You know, take it easy. Don't blah blah blah." I'm like, "No, no, no. I need to, you know." So yeah, uh, you know, at the end at the end of the day, I mean, thankfully, if as solos, we. Yeah. Yeah, solo fashion. Michelle was the person that was like, "I'm in bed, I'm on my laptop," <laughs> and she, <laughs> "I think I can do the podcast." I'm like, no. no, actually, you cannot. <laughs> it will be fun. We will take work. And a typical Michelle fashion, <laughs> I get two, not one new puppy, two new puppies. Yeah. It's like, because <laughs> so why I'm, not? I'm through infection and I feel like I'm dying most hours of the day, but I'm going to just go and adopt two new puppies. <laughs> and, and, and stubbornly getting weekly COVID tests. I'm like, I want to be negative. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I did learn that I am apparently very impatient. Yes, you are. And that is typical. So we just want to check this thing off. Like, okay, not sick. Next. As quickly as possible. So dear friends, our listening audience, whether you're listening live or several days, months later, please, all I can say is don't be like Michelle. True. It's true. Don't do as I say, not net, well, rarely as I do. I'll get that press release out. It's fine. (laughs) 
Yeah. I mean, you know, I did it recently and I don't know if this is a good thing or not. I, I have not um, become someone that is not compassionate, but I certainly through this pandemic have had to learn how to care less. I, I yeah. really have. Because yeah. it'll, it'll bring you down if you, you have, to, yeah. We'll, we'll send you to your bed, unable yeah. to get up. So yeah. Things happen. And I've just had to say, all right, well, keep it moving. Um, yeah. I have something happen last week that made me want to burst into tears. And I'm like, yeah, I won't be doing that. Just whatever. <sighs> because, you know, people will disappoint you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It will yeah. happen more yes, often than you like it to. But you <laughs> focus on that. You just got to keep your eyes on the end goal and keep it moving. And if you start yeah. to internalize all of these glitches and things that go wrong and people that let you down, you're going to kill yourself and yeah. um, it's not good. So you just, you know, care a little less. Yeah. And, and I, I commend you on that because it's easier said than done because we put, we don't, I don't think we realize how much of ourselves we put in to our work. I mean, not in an unhealthy, personal, invasive yeah. way, but you're, you're invested in what you're doing because, you know, you have to care to a certain extent, you know, much as I often say, like, I don't need to know everything, but I need to know everything. It's kind of like, it's not that I don't care, but I can't care. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah. And I think it's about not it's internalizing hard. the, the, the glitch, the failure it's yeah. dealing with it and moving on. You, you yeah. cannot, you can't take all of this stuff personally or to heart. That's where you right. really have to find your business at and go, okay, well, yeah. Okay. So now how am I going to fix this? And yeah. And keep moving because if you start to, to continue to say, oh my God, then you're not going to make it. And this job is, you know, there's a reason that it, lands on the list of, you know, stressful positions year after year after year, because public relations is a stressful job and Mm -hmm. and it can be even more stressful if you allow it to. So you cannot let this define who you are. Yeah. Bring your best self and do your best work. But, but the way that I am able to continue to show up for my clients and for myself is by not allowing this, this stuff that goes wrong to get into my inner being. And, and I have in the past, you know, I have gotten super depressed when something's not going well, or, you know, take, you know, people not moving in the same direction, very personal. I just can't do that. Mm -hmm. I can't because I've got to survive too. Mm -hmm. And so showing up for myself means that I just can't let stuff bother me. And, and I, so, you know, yes, it takes some practice, but you get kicked enough, you learn how to get up pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is the truth. And it is, it is freeing in a way, you know, when, when you don't give as much of yourself to things that really don't require it. Yes. Um, someone in the past turned that light bulb on for me. It's like, well, why do you give so much of yourself? And you're like, oh, I didn't know there was another way. Oh, I could do this and not, not, that doesn't say I practice it as much as I should, but at least the nugget of information's in my head. <laughs> Behavioral change takes time. So it does. It, it does. Great. You have to give yourself grace just because you know yeah. a thing in your head. You have to practice it. And it doesn't mean that we're going to be perfect. And right. I just, you know, I could do a whole entire, we could do a whole entire series on 
what I believe, you know, social media has ruined mm-hmm. work in some ways by mm-hmm. this this glamorous, shiny example of perfection. You know, we have everything from the hustle hard and it'll yeah. all work out to, to yeah. even productivity gurus who tell us that there is a method and a system that allows you to do more. And it just is all, that's yeah. not the way that it really is. Behind the scenes, there are failures. There are things that go wrong. No one is perfect. No one is perfect. Um, block out those voices, you know, it helps to block out some of the incoming and focus in on how you do your work in your life. And I mean, I'm not saying that the tips are not sometimes good. Um, Hope that you have gotten some good tips from us here at Solo PR Pro and and that Solo Life podcast, but life is not perfect and it's not wrapped up in this neat and shiny bow. And so realize that on the journey to you know, getting better and doing better by yourself, that it's not always pretty. No, no. I think we can we can close with that great productivity guru, William Shakespeare. To thine own self be true. You know what pings right for you. And even if you've gotten away from that, you know how to get back to it. And really that's, I would say, as, as we travel to this destination of are we there yet, just remember that and keep that in mind. And you are all doing great. And we thank you for joining us for this episode. We're thrilled to be back. We miss talking to you guys. So until next time, thanks for joining us on That Solo Life.